Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What they said. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It'd be awesome if Big and Rich performed at the Minnesota State Fair because then we'd have a chance of getting them on the show and we would celebrate them, tell them how we introduced the show, and it would end either in a bunch of hugs, high fives, or in a lawsuit. <laughs> Because maybe we're using it illegally. I don't know. You know what? We're covered on that, Steve. Don't worry yeah, about it. Are we? Fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We got legal. We got legal upstairs. This is the, this is the show they listen to. They know. We're going we're gonna to push the envelope, aren't we, Donna? You betcha, Steve. I'm trying to make you happy because I know you're bummed. I'm a little... I'm not bummed. Here's the deal. So the Dixie Chicks, a.k.a. the Chicks, are doing a massive world tour Fun. I wish I had known that before I said, let's go to Vegas. Oh. I didn't know they were going on tour. They're coming to the fair. They're coming to the fair? I believe they're coming to the fair. They're coming Somebody to from- the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, and no. Not there only that. My, I was going to try to talk you off the ledge. Oh, brother. Oh, keep going. And they're also coming to St. Paul. Please let me find that date. Or is that the same? Uh, oh, because that's oh, August twenty fifth. Yes, that's right. Friday. That's that state fair time. You're right. Okay, so that is the one. Because when I saw the date, I thought, well, here's how I can encourage Donna. You'd be tired after the first couple days out at the state fair. You don't want to go to the X after that. Oh, but it's at the state fair, which means you could have gotten together with Moss and all your your oh, people. Yeah. The, I still might. The I still oh. might. But, and um, this is. This, okay, well, let me ask you this question. Okay. Because when I saw this come from you this morning, I had an immediate thought of how to encourage you. Okay. But I also know that very often in your head, your life plays out like a black and white comic strip where things generally, all the things that can go bad do go bad. Mm. I'm when, like Kathy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's an old comic. When character. is uh, the, the Vegas Chicks show? Uh, May 5th. Okay, this is great. First of all, and we love the State Fair, but seeing a show at the Grandstand is probably a very different experience than seeing them in Vegas. Venue for venue. Yeah, small, more intimate at the theater. All sorts of technology at their disposal. You'll get a better produced show in Las Vegas than the State Fair. I'm convinced. No, but in addition. Okay. You... Will also it won't the the chicks will just be an accoutrement to the weekend. The main course is traveling, mm. 
and hanging out with your friends and being in a different city and being in a different setting. That's what you will remember. Oh, and we saw the chicks too. Weren't they great? But it'll be the experience that is the headline. Thank Mm. you. So if you have a choice to see somebody in town or in Vegas, I think you're going to get a better show in Vegas. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Agreed. Right? Yes. All right. All right. I'm convinced. There are so many people going on tour. I just, everybody decided to announce that they're touring all at once. Well, yeah, I think that is true. I think it's going to be, I wonder if you could compare summer for summer. What's the, we probably haven't seen a summer schedule this packed at this point in the year, right? With people who have made announcements or it doesn't feel that way since pre-pandemic. Right. And I think that a lot of performers were easing back in and I bet a lot of them thought, well, we don't want to do it unless we can guarantee that we're going to be making a lot of money. We right. have an expectation of what a, what a night on tour will bring in. And you probably didn't have that. Last year, maybe for sure. some of them, certainly not in 2020. But you know what makes it tricky is if you're a fan of all of these artists, yes, you got to pick and choose who you're going to go see. I mean, there's Coldplay, Eagles, Metallica, Pink, Elton John, Justin Bieber, Bruno Mars. Wait, Coldplay's coming? Are they coming here? I don't know if they're coming here, but they're on tour. Maroon 5, Guns N' Roses, Foo Fighters, Katy Perry, Def Leppard, Ed Sheeran, The Weeknd. Buble, The Killers. I was just talking to you about The Killers. I know. Durop Durop is coming. Um, ZZ Top, Madonna, The Who, Tim McGraw. I mean, just everybody. Motley Crue. <sighs> wow. It's hard. It's hard, Holly. It really is. So many good acts on there. Springsteen, didn't he just announce a world tour? Yeah. <sighs> Got to make a spreadsheet for this one. No kidding. Adele. Rod Stewart. Everybody. All at once. Everything everywhere all at once. I am going to now. Movie reference. I like it. Everything ever David. I'm going to play a song for you, Donna. And by me, I mean Holly. Holly, I just put that in there. It's queued up. It's so funny that you mentioned the killers. Because let me set the stage before we play it. Okay. The other day, I don't know if you guys heard. Hashtag Dat Boy. I was in Breckenridge, Colorado. All right, I'm a skier now. What do you guys want for me? I tried NAR. And we are in downtown Brecken. We're shopping. And we're in this one store, and it was toward the end of the evening. And this song is on in the background. And I was like, what is this song? I knew instantly that I liked this song. And then I was like, oh, brother, I don't have Shazam, the app Shazam. And so I was like, crud, how do I figure out what the song is before it changes? This is a moment in time. And then I hear a word, and I was like, is that the killer's? Maybe it's the killers. And then I hear a word. And so I search it. I now have been listening to this song quite a bit since then. And I think you're going to really like it because you said, I don't know if I know a song by the killers. You Mm -hmm. do. But here is one. It's called Caution by the Killers. Tell me if you don't instantly like this one. Okay. I like it. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I like it. And now imagine Breck Boy in Breck. Get my shop on. Oh, dreaming of the slopes. Little pizza. That's the ski thing to slow gotcha, down the snowplow. Gotcha, gotcha. Holly, have you heard that song before? No. Isn't that, I don't know if it's new or what. I just know that I like it. A couple years old. Okay, well, maybe they'll sing it when they go on tour. Where did you hear it? Like, were you in Abercrombie? I, no, I was in... Hollister. Okay, guys. When you shop in Breck... Oh, my gosh. Deb. <laughs> when you're in Breck... 
7579. Uh, oh my god, oh, good one. Can't Canadians. Do that anymore. That uh, well. Okay, go ahead. Wild pair. County seat. <laughs> I was game. in some independent place in Breck. It's filled with a bunch of little boutiques. Hashtag shop local. That's how we do it in Breck. It's so weird for me to matriculate back to the cities. Oh my god. Like in mainstream population. Oh, wow. And I get it Look and I respect time. how you guys live. We I just go. used to live differently. So yes. I heard it in a shop and I where I was buying sweatshirts and stuff and I was like, this song's awesome. Congratulations. Shout out to the killers. Um, Woo! Oh, man, I want to tell you this. Uh, all right, we'll get to There's interesting Pharrell news. I'll tell you about it Pharrell later. Pharrell news? Pharrell just what? got a very fancy new job. Very fancy. I will tell you about that. Maybe at 930 we'll get to that. Some Jason Sudeikis, Olivia Wilde stuff there as well. Maybe we'll even hear from Tiger Woods. What a jam show. But when we come back, we have a little food news. Our very own Chris Eggert, now a national celebrity. Oh, really? We'll tell you why Good Morning America was just down the street from us. Just down the street. Oh. We'll tell you about that. When we come back to Honestly, my talk. Ah. You know what's really romantic? Kind of hot. Maybe even sexy. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Saving money. Hey, guys, it's Stevie Boy from my friends over at the Canopy Group. It's Valentine's week, so we're thinking about love. So maybe you could do this. You, you dropped the ball last night. Tonight, like, create some dim lighting. There's a romantic table at home. Reach behind your back, and then you pull out your insurance policy. And you say, honey, I'm going to save us a ton of money with the Canopy Group. Whoa, fireworks are next. Now, listen, we've heard from people who have saved over $1,000 when they have switched to the Canopy Group. Come on, 1000 bucks? That's hot. The Canopy Group has 16 different insurance companies, 40 professionals who are constantly canvassing those companies to get you the best coverage at the best price. If you're working with a big box insurance company with one agent, you're going to save a lot when you switch to the Canopy Group. So get your home and auto insurance options, which is how you save, Today, you can visit thecanopygroup.com or you can call them at 800-967-3389. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts with us, too. Ho-ro. Hour one, ho in a house. You liking ho Am I liking ho You liking ho I'm not feeling neutral on ho-ro. Still but neutral. You know it's a go. It could be a go-go. Were you ever negative on Horo? I feel always neutral on that. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with nicknames. You just kind of have to receive them. It's an opportunity to practice, <laughs> right? Receiving. Mm. Yeah, it's Queen. kind of. I, I have a, a beef with people who give themselves their own nickname. You can't do that. You're you, talking to me. I'm right here. No, oh. no, you don't give it. No, I mean like for reals. Stevie boy. That doesn't no. no. Big Daddy in high school. Okay, well that no. (laughs) I don't know. Like if your name is Julie and you call yourself Jules, you have to leave it to other people to call you that. You can't be like, "Hi, this is Jules. I can't get to the phone right now." Hmm. That's just a me thing. Yeah. What if that's? Because I like nicknames. Julia's truth. Now you are right. Nicknames are best given, not. Conjured up by the one who wants to right. be called it. Right. What do people call you? You have a nickname? Does anybody have a Val. D. Val. Yeah. A lot of D's. Hmm. Oh, that's what she said. Whoa. Horo. Oh. Good morning. Hey. <laughs> Horo's out of control. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, just D. Val, Valentine, V. I have a friend who calls me V. Nice. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. That's a nickname. 
Well, Big Daddy, uh, when I was in, I think it was eighth grade, and the teacher sent us all, oh. gave us all this paper, and it was like, tell us about yourself, and you know, to get to know you a little bit better. And then it said nickname, and then just a line, and I was like, well, this is an interesting moment. And when I was a very small child, and I was fast, I named myself Stevie Steamroller, which is a very slow piece of heavy machinery. So that didn't make sense. I see this blank line in eighth or ninth grade, and I wrote Big Daddy, and he called me Big Daddy until I graduated. That's fun. And then when I started working at Reels uh, years ago, I had to create a folder where all of my red carpet footage would go. So it never got confused or lost. I had a, And I was like, uh, Stevie Boy. And then since then, I've been referring to myself as Stevie Boy. So, but then people from Reels like only call me Stevie Boy. Interesting. Ain't that something? That's something else, Steve. We all know each other better now. Indeed. Let us now do a little bit of food news. It's a touch early to do some food news, but I'm going to do it anyway. Don't Don't forget about Pharrell. Pharrell's coming up at 930. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. That's right. My bad. Could you do me a favor? I'll just be over here. Thank you. A dozen eggs now cost more than one pound of ground Uh, avocados, ground beef. It's cheaper to get eggs now than beef. Cheaper or more expensive? Let me say that again. Thank you. That's a good and worthy correction. It's cheaper to get beef now than it is to get eggs. A pound of beef, now less expensive than a dozen eggs. The average price of a carton of eggs, average, is $4.82. Holy cow. When we were in, I don't know if you guys Whoa. heard. I was recently in Breck. It's in Colorado. Is that right? town whatever. Hmm. We got 18 at Walmart, but it was like eight eighty eight for 18 eggs. Holy cow. I, every time I go to the grocery store, which is not that often, I'll look at a price on something and go, what? Like even chicken. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you get it like a, let's just say like a three or four pack of chicken breasts. Yeah. It's up to like $9 where it used to be five, six, $9. Yeah. Avocados off the charts. Expensive. If you could find a dollar in avocado, that's a great deal. Oh, could you even find that? Not really. The global nope. bird flu has wiped out about 100 million poultry. And so high production costs have pushed the price of a carton of 12 eggs to that $4.82 on average. I know we're seeing them for more than that in Target and Chaska. Up from less than $2 a year earlier. So the average used to be like a buck ninety a year ago. And now it's four eighty two. That's very significant. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. the price of a uh, the price of a pound of ground chuck has fallen to four dollars and sixty four. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Down from its peak, which it had hit $5.12 last August. We've seen a bunch of these over the last couple of years. We've seen all sorts of things impacted. So there was a time when ground beef, super expensive. Uh, eggs we're currently seeing as super expensive by comparison. There was a time when lumber, just oh, to gosh. get wood when you wanted to do a wood project in your house over Tell COVID, exorbitant. But then, goodness, I think it was about six months ago, I have a buddy in the who's like in the contract remodeling industry, and he said that no one was talking about it, but lumber had crashed in terms of its its sale price and it was like cheaper than it had been in years damn so it's this weird we're just going on this roller coaster we don't know what the next hill is we just know it's going to be another common good sure that we are paying more for right i don't know what do you want from me i don't know steve i want to tell you hey uh, good morning america was at malcolm yard this just this morning oh wow i mean that's a stone's throw from where we are and they were doing a little um Battle, they're, they're doing like the, I think, what are they calling it? The United States of Pizza. And so they're going to some different cities, and then they'll have two pizzerias, so Red Wagon and Rectangle Pizza went head-to-head this morning. Okay. And then they had uh, three judges, Chef Justin Sutherland, Chef Ann Kim, and then our very wow. own Chris Eggert from Five Eyewitness News Mornings. And they were the judges, and so Rectangle Pizza won... And that means that Rectangle Pizza now will fly out to New York and be in studio or out on the street as a finalist uh, on Friday on GMA to see who wins the best pizza in the United States of Pizza Contest. Okay. I wonder how they narrowed it down or chose these two. Because there's so many great pizza places. I had never heard of Rectangle Pizza. And it's spelled with a W. Yeah. And I mean, it looks amazing. Their breakfast pizza is what they... Uh, entered into the competition this morning, and that one, yeah, and you could argue, Ann Kim has a couple of places that do, she could argue, oh, so good, pizza better than anywhere else in the Twin Cities, but she Absolutely. was a judge here, uh, Chef Justin Sutherland, and then our buddy Chris Hagert, so it's fun to see the national spotlight on them this morning. Yay! Congrats to them. Uh, when we come back, okay, Steve's going to tell us about Pharrell's new gig. Also, why Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's nanny is suing them. We've got those stories and more coming up next on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Pharrell's got a fancy new job. Can I just tell you about it? Yeah, I'm dying to know what it is. Donna, have I ever mentioned to you that I subscribe to a morning newsletter, and it's called The Morning Brew, and it's an email that I get every day? Maybe only about a thousand times. Okay, great, and it's about business and tech. So sue me. I just want to cite my sources. Sorry, hashtag journalistic integrity. Okay. Here's what Pharrell is now doing. Haven't heard from him in a little while, right? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Right? Correct. In a minute? I'm going to need a minute. He's going to be working with Louis Vuitton now. Fancy. Isn't that fun? And he is really like scored a pretty cool gig with them where he is essentially going to head up their men's fashion. They've tapped him and said, hey, here you lead the menswear design, you know, faction of our business. We believe in you. 
You lead it? He's leading it. No. He is the new, well, he's the new, in terms of what the looks will look like, he will become, Pharrell, the creative director of menswear at Louis Vuitton. Wow. I know. Uh, He's a music producer already, of course, performer, streetwear entrepreneur, and co-star. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, let me see here. Oh, he's the first. He'll be the first uh, Black American to lead design at a European luxury house. Um, nope. Let me correct this story. Are you ready for the correction? Yes, I am. He is replacing. So now this would make it two uh, men of color back to back. Okay, I remember this. Uh, because Virgil Abloh, he was the first black American to lead design at a European luxury house. He passed away in 2021. It's since sort of gone vacant, this position. And now Pharrell comes in with, I mean, you think Pharrell, you think style. Now you think Pharrell, you think that one big Arby's hat that he wore that one time. Remember the big hat that he had? Yes, so that's a you know it's it's creative it's different it's you got to be willing to take a risk. He's the founder of uh, streetwear labels Billionaire Boys Club and Ice Cream. He's also collaborated with companies like Adidas, Chanel, and Montclair. Hmm. His first collection for Louis Vuitton is going to debut during the Paris Men's Fashion Week, which is this June. I am being sent there by my talk, which is crazy. All expenses just to cover it. Awesome. Mm. And uh, Louis Vuitton, they're hoping that this just, you know, stirs the pot a little bit. Gets people excited maybe about Louis Vuitton. Yeah, for sure. You have an image in your head. You think Louis Vuitton, you have an image in your head. And now maybe that image changes when you have someone as out front as Pharrell happens to be and stylish and boundary pushing with his look. I really just wish their stuff wasn't so expensive. Well, they were the first luxury brand to break $10 billion in sales. Holy cow. That happened four years ago. They have doubled that figure since then. Whoa. They are uh, Europe. Ermagerd. Their most valuable company. And its owner, Bernard Arnault, is the world's richest person. Suck it, Elon Musk! Whoa, where'd that come from? I don't know, but it hurt my throat. Thank you. Tesla's price keeps going up too. You're not tuning in for stocks. I get it. But had you bought, had you put a hundred dollars into Tesla January first, you'd have over two hundred dollars now. Had you put a million in, you would have over two million dollars now. Don't get mad at me because of math. I'm going to move on to another story. <sighs> okay. um, this one is about Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde and their former nanny. Their former live-in nanny is suing them for wrongful termination. She claims the two fired her as retaliation for seeking help for depression and anxiety she experienced because of their breakup. So the woman's name is Erica Gennaro, and she says that their 2020 split compromised her mental health because she felt pressure to pick sides And that Jason often spoke about Olivia after her abrupt departure from the family's home. Um, In in, uh, 2021, Sudeikis and Wilde agreed to participate in group therapy with her to address the emotional toll. This is all in the lawsuit. Uh, She says, no, I was terminated after asking for a three-day mental health break. 
They said in a joint statement it was upsetting that their children's caretaker would make false and, you know, accusations about them. So, yeah, she says she was fired on the spot by Jason Sudeikis when she asked for that. That it was Ted Lasso himself who was like, you thought he was probably under a lot of pressure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, she, she claims like Olivia, like just sort of left the house, left the family. Yeah. And she had to pick up all sorts of other motherly duties that I guess would go above and beyond your typical nanny duties. Sure. Duty. Ooh, duty. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if they settle, what happens. It's got to be stressful. I feel like a settlement's coming. I do too, uh, This person's way. We're just not going to talk about it. Let's write a check. Right. (laughs) Right. Like, we don't need any more attention. Yeah. What's the deal? Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles not together? Right, aren't they on a That is correct. Because they both traveled so much and they couldn't sustain a relationship when they're never in the same place. Yeah, remember, she has eyes for ASAP Rocky now. That's right. She shared that on Instagram. Tagged him in the post. Yep. She's like licking her chops while he's watching Rihanna on stage. Yeah. (laughs) She did say she just meant it was hot that he was, you know, being such a fan of his girlfriend. Hmm. Still crossing a line. Thank you. Yeah, that's kind of a low bar for men, too. So wait, let let me understand this correctly. So if I... As your hu- husband, right? They're married, Rihanna? Right. Uh, they no, okay, they're whatever. not married. All right. I, as your long-term boyfriend, see you perform on the grandest stage of your life mm. in the mere act of lifting up my cell phone mm-hmm. and recording from right. a distance is all it takes. That's a low bar for you, anybody. That's any, a pretty low bar. That's a low bar. When you think about it, put any other wife... On a big stage, and just some rando, she's rando wife, and he's rando dude, and then he just pulls out his phone, and it's like, oh, honey's on stage. Well, that's record. kind of the point, is like... Well, Holly wh- was saying she's throwing shade. Why wouldn't she be... I mean, why wouldn't he be watching her? Of that's course. That's point. Right. I know. It yes. would be like if uh, there was slippery ice. That's why it's and it was like he offered his arm. Right. Way different, though. No, it but was it's just so an basic. opportunity just for so basic. people to hear her say that she thinks this guy is hot. Boundaries, lady. Um, boundaries. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I was in Burbank a few months ago. Oh, God. And I was given a restaurant recommendation, Donna. This is my life. Ooh. Was, go to, oh. Well, some Italian joint. And they were like, you got to go to this Italian joint. And I was like, okay, how long is the drive? And it was going to be like 25 minutes or something in traffic. And I was like, you know, Stevie Boy is going to go back to the hotel and order Chinese food. The next day, I come in and the person who had recommended that I go to said Italian joint showed me a picture. Said, look who was at the Italian joint last night. And it was one Olivia Wilde and one Harry Styles. Wow. Mm. I could have been... Hobnobbing with the goober smoochers right then and there. You could have. I would have. You don't think I would have had the courage to scooch into their booth? Hey, guys, party one. You mind? Boom. I'm already seated by the time I complete that sentence. And now (laughs) we're having fun. We're having a good time. It was like that night at an old restaurant in Hollywood on Sunset Boulevard called Mirabelle. 
since now taken away. It's no more. But I was there with my friend, my cousin Ryan, I believe, was there, my friend Nick. Hmm. And uh, we look to our right and we say, well, is that Donna Mills? Shooter McGavin? Christopher McDonald? Boy. At the table next to us? It was the night before the Oscars. And uh, ladies and germs, it was. And so what did Stevie Boy do? Pulled out your phone. No, that wasn't even a thing back then. This Go was the year and... like 2003 or four. There were no pictures okay. that we were taking. You had a pen and a napkin? No. And asked for an autograph? I just went over. I introduced myself. Huge fan. So great in the movie. You know what he does? What? Widens the table. Says, get over here. Come here. Wow. Hey, wait, we is go this and a guy sit down Twin and are Peaks? now supping this with is... Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin, is that his name? His name is Christopher McDonald, I believe. Shooter McGavin is the very famous character from Happy Gilmore, the oh. Adam Sandler movie. The one, of course, which Bob Barker had a cameo in. What's the guy's name again? His character name is Shooter I, no, McGavin. I don't care about that. I think it's Christopher McDonald. Yes. Okay. Okay. And I've actually been told that I look—I oh, yeah. tell me I look Twin like a celebrity. Guy. He's Twin Peaks guy. He's Twin Peaks guy. <laughs> well, I, I had didn't know they were one in the same dinner okay. with Twin Peaks guy. What do you know? Cool. What do you guys want from me? You're so like in touch with the celebs. Thank you, Donna. Steve, I assume at any given time, if you're in New York, if you're in Nashville, if you're in LA. You're, there's probably a famous person somewhere in the room. That's my I thinking, I always too. just assume that somebody... And my approach is, when you are in Hollywood, let's say, and you're doing a little sightseeing there, you think you see a celebrity on the street? Hashtag name it and claim it, okay? It's yours. Who's going to debate it? <laughs> I saw Denzel on this one corner. Julia Roberts was on Rodeo Drive. Name it and claim it. Okay. To their faces? Uh-uh. Nope, just in the privacy of your car. Okay, great. Go back home to Idaho with the stories. <laughs> Who's going to debate it? I also oh. think if you're at a red light, there's probably some famous person like two cars behind you. Absolutely. Yeah. I would love to know how many famous people we have sat next to in traffic or been in the same establishment as. Because you can miss people all the time. Absolutely. You turn mm-hmm. and look at the wrong rack of clothes, boom, somebody walks right past you. They're in a hat and sunglasses. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for us to hear from Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, uh, nothing really needs to be said about the journey that he's had over the last 5, 10, 15 years. But, of course, he was in that really bad auto accident. And he, is, uh, he's, he was able to play a little bit last year. And he's going to be playing at the Genesis Invitational. It will start tomorrow. Um, and he's got a little bit of uh, that Tiger Woods confidence left in him. Here hmm. he is. The recovery is more on my ankle. The leg is better than it was last year. I'm excited to go out there and compete and play with these guys. And I would not have put myself out here if I didn't think I could beat these guys and and win the event. That's my mentality. And if I wasn't ready to win at this level, I know I am very rusty. But I've come off rusty situations before and I've done well. And plus also I know this this golf course. Uh, I know I haven't had a lot of success on this golf course, but I, I knew what to practice for. Wow, I guess I never really heard him talk. You're kidding. I mean, I have, but he sounded very, every word is separated. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, well, he's one of those people kind of like the Olsen twins. <laughs> you know, you see lots of pictures of Seen, these people. Not <laughs> and then you're like, what do they sound like? Yeah. I wonder if we would know 
Ooh, we should play a little game. Whose voice is this? Celebrity name that voice. Love Boom. It. Segment. Suck it. All other yeah. radio stations. Stand down. Yeah, stand down. It's our bit. We'll sue you. We'll do a little montage like we do with um the the game that Rocco plays with oh, cover story. Celebrity name that voice. Boom. Segment. Love it. Don't even think about it, Fallon. Yeah, Fallon. Whoa, we Ooh, like her. Print. What are we doing? I don't know. All right. Sorry, we got to go. Let's, sorry let's we blew take up. A break. <laughs> all right. Um, they're all great. Um, when we come back, it'll be time for if you see something, say something. Something happened to the last blockbuster, the last one standing. And it was a result of the Super Bowl, kind of, sort of. Plus, craft beer has officially jumped the shark. I'll explain what they're making beer out of. When we come back, you're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, where talk is fun. Horo, do you make more money on this show or the morning show? Who's paying you better? Donna or Jason? <laughs> Tips are expect or accepted. <laughs> accepted. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Great. Oh. A tip jar. I love it. Yeah. I have a see something, say something regarding tips. All right. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Now, I don't like to talk about my travels much at all. No, I can tell. Mm-mm. You keep it close to the vest. Yeah. Recently, Why though. Why can't you be more open? Hashtag Dat Breck Boy was in Breckenridge, Colorado, base of the mountains. Elevation 9,000. That's your starting point. Okay. We got up to north of 12,000 at one point. We're in a boutique. Lou finds this nice sweater. Says, I'm going to buy this. We go. We buy it. And then as I was checking out, we've all seen this. But now, bear in mind, you're in a boutique where they're selling clothes. And what comes up? The screen. Gratuity. Gratuity? What? Now for a said, sweater? For a sweater. Now it said 2%, 5%, 10%. Interesting numbers. What? Lower than typical, like when you're at a restaurant. But still, and I didn't see the other option thing. I guess there was probably a red X button there. But the woman is right there. She is officially 18 inches away from me. All that she did was uh, tell Lou that something was 30% off, not 50% off, and then did help close the curtain to the weird dressing room that's kind of out in the middle of the store. <laughs> but Lou was like, did you tip her? Did you, you fell victim to the machine gratuity thing? And I always do. I have never declined a tip option on one of those things. And the rest of the group that I was with was like, oh, that is ridiculous that they would try to get a tip in there. We're all, for, and these are... The, the group, by and large, good tippers. But there is this tip creep culture yeah, that is happening yeah. where they're expecting us to tip on strange things. And we're all having a conversation. Like Sometimes you feel like, hey, you know what? You just want to help the person out and, you know, you want to tip them. But then there are other times where you're like, wait, what am I tipping for? Like, I came in to pick up this food and now I'm tipping? I didn't, the delivery would make sense. But now I'm. So what'd you tip? I just split the difference. I went 5% on a $50 sweater. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard of such a thing ever. Do you feel okay hitting X when you're given tipping options? 
Well, I don't know. It's never happened to me. I'll tell you what I do feel okay with. When I'm at PetSmart and they ask the question, do you want to save an animal today? Mm-hmm. I hit no. Mm-hmm. Because that's manipulative. Started. That is really manipulative. And when that screen comes up, you hear Sarah McLaughlin too. They start playing it over the loudspeaker. <laughs> I will remember. This one is dedicated to... Uh, the woman in aisle five. <laughs> you saw her dog limping on the way in? I mean, what on yeah, no. earth? I stopped doing that. Somebody, does that happen here? Is that I, is there a clothing tax or not a clothing tax? My and brother so- said he stopped giving to all of those causes at point of sales. You know, whatever. So let's say PetSmart has a Save the Dogs fund or whatever. Um you know, and different stores can just have their, hey, do you want to round up for blank? And he said he stopped entirely, but he gives a lot of money every year in terms sure. of percentage of his income. He contributes to certain causes, but he had found out that there was some cause and he gave me no details, but some cause that was sort of just a branch to the tree at some, you know, you're checking out a, a fast food restaurant. And they're like, sure. hey, give to this. Or do you want to round up? Come to find out that money was not going to the place that it was supposed to be going. And so he's like, I want to give money directly to places. Got it. Makes sense. I've never heard of such a thing. Interesting. Um, Did you guys happen to see the blockbuster, the last blockbuster ad during the Super Bowl? I did not. I didn't either. It was online in some, like it was like a social media ad that ran, I think during halftime. Of the Super Bowl. So I, my understanding is you wouldn't have been watching your TV. I and see. Seen okay. It. So, okay. So it was on socials during the game. Yeah. Right during the halftime show. Wow. Well, they saw a 200% jump in sales after that ad. Wow. Um, sales of what? Videos? Well, they have a lot of merch. Okay, Holly, do you see the ad? Yes, let's listen to the ad. Yeah, there's a little cockroach on the screen. And it looks like the apocalypse. Ew, I don't like that you could hear his legs. It's like old VHS video, too. When the world ends (laughs) and the internet streams no more. We'll still be here. Ah, blockbuster. Hey, Steve. That's the cockroach. What? I think she's talking to the cockroach. Steve. So they're like, what should we name this cockroach? Does anybody have any names that immediately... Steve! (laughs) That's funny. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. Good for them for still standing. I think that's pretty exciting. If I was in and around Bend, Oregon, I'd go in. I'd make a stop for sure. And I watched that documentary, so I feel like I oh, know yeah. some of the staff there. Oh, sure. That boss lady who's running the joint. Oh, for sure. Love it. I loved a good blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All yeah. the video stores. Oh, I just loved it. That is a thing that kids really don't know the no, enjoyment of. the excitement. Of. Let me tell you, going left and right on your remote control on Netflix or Disney+, Plus does not hold a candle Mm-mm. to, as you just heard there, opening the door, ding, ding, new customers in. Oh, I loved it. Up and down the aisles. Uh, new releases. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Candy on the yes. end caps. Yes. yes. How about, oh. uh, you know, Sherry's favorite movies? 
Yeah, you know? oh, right, yes. You'd have picks. So fun. You would even up at, we used to go to this joint called B&D, and it was just the local one in Springdale, Pennsylvania growing up. Mm-hmm. And you would see the movie. They had all the movie uh, movies facing out, but behind the box, you might be like, oh, I want to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Right, right, right. But then you have to pull the box back to see if there, there is, is a movie. an empty plastic case, oh. which means they have one copy of that movie there. That's right. Did that place have a tanning bed, too? Ah, that's it did good. not. Yeah. That, was quite, that was quite the entrepreneurial combo. Yeah, really. In the eighties cool. and nineties. Oh, that's so fun. Then there was, of course, the section behind all the beaded the beads. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, Only some of those places had those. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm-hmm. Mostly a local. Um How could you do that? How and here's my question. That's like like a small town kind of a thing, too. So it's like, hey, Kent, who you just saw pick up his kids <laughs> from soccer two days before in the carpool line. Yeah. And now you see him, Kent, don't do it. He's going toward the beats. Yeah. Kent. And then boom, he's back there. And then comes back out. I mean, that's. Well, you know what? It feels a little weird. There's always discretion around selections. It's like, look, I know you like Big Buns Devin, so I set it aside for you, honey. You don't have to go back behind the beaded curtain anymore. Right. How about the guys who, and I'm going to stereotype and say guys here, who would just sh- go get gas, pick up a chili dog, and then slap a Playboy down uh-huh. on the checkout. Everybody else knows the dude's getting a Playboy that is covered, right? It's right, like four-fifths covered. Yeah. That's so weird. And then you're just looking Judy in the eyes like, hey. That's a I weird mean, thing. Isn't I don't that weird? know if it's any worse than buying a box of condoms or well, it's just tampons. Like, I want to look at boobs and read a short essay by Gore Vidal. Leave me alone. Fine. I used to subscribe to Playboy because honestly, the content was so good as far as the articles go. And I would this is before Internet. I would use it as show prep. Before mm-hmm. my show, because they had so many good, like, writers. Oh, and then I'm sure jokes. your co-host was like, hey, let me ch- check some of that out, I too. I didn't have a the, co-host, actually. Thank you. You get fired today if you were prepping from that. Yeah, probably. Probably. Oh, well. By the, the way, they're making a beer out of air conditioning condensation now. Well, way to bury the lead. That's all. Oh, no. Look it up. Bye, Bye Holly. Holly.